0: Are you thinking about property? Great, you're in the right place because so are we. Join us each Monday as we talk to estate agents, architects, solicitors, surveyors, and all of the cast of characters who populate this endlessly fascinating Irish property market. Our aim is to make you feel better informed and more confident with each decision you have to make as you buy, sell, or renovate your property. I'm Brefney O'Kelly. I'm a licensed property buyer and coach. Thank you for listening. So you're really welcome to episode 46 of At Home With Brefney. And if you are someone who's thinking, hmm, I might be interested in real estate, It sounds like it might be the kind of life I'd live. I like the idea of flitting around and being my own boss and calling my own hours and stopping for coffee and not being too reportable to anyone else. Well, maybe this is the episode for you because we're talking today to Martin O'Connor of DNG in Moycullen, And Martin's just going to talk us through his story of how he got into auctioneering and how he decided to become a franchise member of DNG versus um, going solo. So, um, Martin, can I just ask you, you as a young lad were kind of fancying the idea of an out-and-about
1: life, is that right, when you That's, were yeah. in Luchtharard? Yeah, it started off, I suppose, when as a kid, I like, used to help out with a guy that had a, a, an oxygen business and a farm, and... In Luchtharard. In Luchtharard. Uh, that was back when I was four, Yeah. and uh, we used to go around and help him with livestock and do the old country houses, and um, but took no notice of it, that was just the day that we had, and go for the spin, and... Oh,
0: was he an auctioneer? What was he doing in the country uh, houses? He was
1: doing country house selling off oh, at, fantastic. Uh, contents and selling the house themselves. Right. And, um, yeah, and he was he was a character, like, you yeah. know, and um, we'd have our Coke and Chris and come home. But What's not to like about that? I tell the story. But I suppose as life went on, things changed and... Um, I suppose yeah. I went to school, then college, and the works, and mm-hmm. then. To keep and what did you do in college? Uh, did you
0: know this was what you were headed for? For no,
1: no. It was. Uh, I decided to do a property management course. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Galway because because I, I was actually doing um clerk in the mart for the local livestock mart. and Okay. Then,
0: so when you were a clerk, that means you're standing ringside with a pen and paper, paper in your hands,
1: recording all the offers in the oh week, and, and you better get it right as well. Right. Yeah, because uh, it's it going so fast, and uh, you'd have um could to 600 cattle some days going through and um, oh my god so, so it, your job was to stand there record the weight and the price price yeah and the buyers to know and the, the buyers, buyers as well and um right. but those auctioneers in were dabbling a small bit in property sales we talked with them and and then because my, my idea was to be a livestock uh, auctioneer but then as i as i grew wiser and more <laughs> you, you, or and i uh, said let's go for a cleaner job yeah and um but it worked out because i want to be in my own area and i didn't yeah. want to travel too far away, and.
0: Well, that's interesting because mm. not every young one who grows up and Luton wants to
1: stick around. Some of them are on the first bus out of there. That, that's but, the thing, like yeah. So but, I did. I did have to go, like, because once I finished the college uh, diploma, I knew then I was, I was, I was onto something, and I had to develop further. Yeah. And um, so I decided to go to the England, and I, I ended up in Greenwich University and got um, a degree in uh, property economics and development. Right. And then, as I said, I got. I was at the level in that I had to make a choice. Yeah. You know, the, the lecturers and all my peers around me were saying, they had jobs for me in London and City and all that. But right. Um, I just wouldn't do it. No. So I wanted to come home. So I
0: came home for a... Were you tempted at all? Was any part of you tempted to stay in London? I room? did and I
1: went down and I tra- with the companies and visited them and all that. Like, right, and okay. So, uh, they were, so you was, were courted. You were oh, well I? courted by it, them. Yeah, it, it was work. Oh, they had me... On the edge, like, but I just knew, I said, if I got into this lifestyle, I would probably grow to like it, but in the back of my mind, the home thing was there, like, all right, but, um, so I came home, and just by luck, I got, um, a few months with the local agents in Octorard, and, um... Estate agents now, selling houses. Selling houses, doing rentals and small valuations, and...
0: And at this stage, did you have a license? Did you have to apply to get a license, or were you just working Back then, no, just
1: working away experience, Mm -hmm. and then, obviously, then, um... It's amazing how things work out. Mm -hmm. It was um, interviews in with a company in Innes called Sherry Fitzgerald McMahon, and um, and actually Sherry Fitzgerald Commercial. commercial. And again, it was a toss up between the two. Mm -hmm. And Ian McCarthy at the time was on to me begging me, keep coming to Dublin, come, Mm -hmm. come. And I said, I'll think about it. And in the end, I went to Innes because it was kind of more GP practice like that. It was just a mix of everything that I was aiming for. So I did three years there and I... And Innes. Uh, In Innes, yeah, it was brilliant lifestyle, and it was just not far from home again, and um, it was just beautiful, like, the whole young dad down away and couldn't have it. Such fun. Yeah, and... Um, and not too expensive to live no, in. No, it was all too cheap, like, yeah. you know, and there's an hour and a quarter from home, like, you know, and it's, but again, it was a great company, great backup, like, you yeah. know, good hands-on, Jermic McMahon, uh, the head man there, like, but... Um, there was over twenty was there like you know there's four young lads and um, oh, right, so it's busy yeah and it, there's a banking section so you got to see everything that was going on in the world but he give you a full control and full run of it like okay you
0: know. so were you allowed then on your own back go out and value a house and take own. it on for sale yeah, or look, value land or yeah. is that what you'd be doing
1: yeah and um, so I had a section then I had this, um, the semis in the town and all North Clare and okay so the semi-detached houses in the town were yours yeah yeah. And uh, so you go back you had your weekly meetings and you followed protocol and procedures and uh, you had your Helen Galleries, as your manager as well to oversee it but you, you were given the responsibility and the trust to do it, like, you yeah. know. And That's quite a nice feeling, isn't it? Like being with the kingdom. like it We didn't realise how much power we had. Yeah. But, um, and responsibility, like, you know, yeah. because you are dealing with someone's pride and joy, like, and assets and... Um,
0: so that was, I mean, it is
1: basically a selling job, being the state agent. Oh, it is. That's I, the and thing. And how did you find that? Did you find you were a natural salesman? I I did. It came easy, like, you know. Yeah. Did, and the kind of people you're dealing with, those country people that you relate to, like, you know, and... But, good point. You were uh, akin to them. Yeah, and um, but just being out in places and different place, and and no two places are the same, and everybody had different needs and requirements. Like other people had to sell for certain reasons, and yeah. some sad, some happy, moving on in the world, tragic yeah. events, like. So you had to be um, able to, to just mix it with, with them all, and just be li- and, and you had to be a listener, like you know. Um, yeah. People want to be heard, like you know, and give the time. So it's, good point. Yeah. yeah. It's, like you kind of be watching the clock when you're at a place like you know mm-hmm. if it, for the i suppose for the last i think 10 years i didn't wear a watch but i was just given this as a present because i said i went to a place and i would not be watching the clock like you know so, isn't that interesting so you have really? to give the time and yeah. um and just walk in and to sit down and see what their point of view is and quite difficult to manage a diary from that point of view because even oh, with, was, i mean you can nearly assume
0: i'm going to be at oh, least an have, hour here but you, right? would, yeah. you would you have to
1: kind of, kind of count in your head as well yeah but at the same time they do. They do. Once you like, you know, and because yeah. um, it's a lot of times now you be you be tagging with people like going out to as a joint agent, and they would say, "Let's go." And I said, "No, yeah. you have to wait and, and yeah. walk the place and get because it's it, it, again when when you're selling a house, you you're you're, more, you're very familiar with it, like you know, and you're you're able to sell it then easier, like you when know, when you know it, you have the confidence. You have to take the time you to do. really know. You it. Know it, yeah. you know, and. um because even go back into a house and you say oh you changed the window there you moved the door I said how do you remember that All right. you you, know, Very you, you, have, you have to know your house like you yeah. know um, so I did the three years there and came back then uh, one of the guys the guys that did the experience first split up and they set up two different companies yeah. and one of them said will you come back with me and I said yeah. so I'm back with him for three years again and I said to Mike Mike you know we have to take this to the next level mm-hmm. and he said what do you mean and I said look, we're doing grand and you're doing, it's just mm. his company and mm-hmm. I was just working. I was mm-hmm. actually, came in a good time because I, I just met Cora and we were just getting married and everything was just work, working again. Like it just yeah. looked like, you know, and um I said, we need to bring it to the next level because the way the world is going now, we need to be more systems and more accurate and just have a way of doing yeah. things and just out there. And yeah. I said, the only way to do is go by franchise. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you do grand on your own, but it's just get support from other agents and just be in a network because the more mm-hmm. you know You can transfer your information; they can transfer theirs to you. And um, so, yeah, I actually didn't meet the the guys, but I suppose that's in he was old school and just couldn't see the. When you
0: say you met the guys, he met the the he met the DNG fantasy people, and he met the
1: the Fitzgerald, and he spoke to Remax and all that, and he just felt that he was doing good enough. And I said, look, it's not for me. Then I need to do something to to progress. And then I obviously I went and just told him, look, I can't stay, like you know, Mm -hmm. and so. So I met the guys, and in the deep end, I decided after a couple of meetings and I would go the D and G route. They just, I suppose, they just fit my my own kind of logic and my own kind of understanding. Now we we just got on as a team, like you know, okay. from the start. So
0: what I'm hearing you say is that what you were looking for from a franchise partner hmm. was systems, Systeming. procedures, a network where you can all share your knowledge. Um, did you feel the brand brought you anything, or was that nearly irrelevant? Mm-hmm. Did you feel the D and G brand itself it, it, it brought something? Because it was
1: something new and fresh, and okay. it was a strong. Because people say, "Oh yeah, we we bought through D and G, we sold through D and G in Dublin, or we made okay. a few investments with those guys." Yeah, and it was from obviously the guys that were working in D and G on the ground that mm-hmm. brought the quality down. Because even today, like you know, on the lake shore, on the on the on the on the on the, um, on the second holiday homes, like you know, mm-hmm. they're all ex-D&G buyers or sellers like you know interesting and uh, they but they're used to that system and they and they're used to um, I suppose feedback and um, yeah. and, and just a presence like you know
0: and also especially when this were this day when the property business is being so intensively regulated that you really. I feel the benefit of someone who's in there with a legal head, who's understanding oh, yeah. what all these changes mean and make sure that you know uh, the various yeah. ways you need to be compliant because it's changing all the time oh, it's and constant. getting so regular. It's
1: yeah, so constant. Like, and like, we have a compliance officer, we have a, a legal guy, we have marketing people, we have the whole array of people that mm-hmm. you can turn your hand back and say, look, I need help. Mm-hmm. And in a minute you have a person on the phone to you you work out a strategy, you can go back to your clients and you say, well, actually, this is the way I was thinking we should do it. And, and, and I got the support of the guys in Dublin and mm-hmm. they're behind us and they said they'll do it this way. And, mm-hmm. But at least you've that confidence, like, because when you're on your own, you're saying, oh, where do I go to, like, you know, because in, in a sole agent, say guy or a sole agent or, mm-hmm. or independent agent, sorry, work on your own. It's very hard to pick up the next guy down the road. And say, Well, can yeah, you help 'cause me? Competitors, you're competitors. Maybe, yeah. And no one's gonna t- divulge things to you like but when you can pick up the phone and have an accent to a couple of thousand people. Yeah. And, and there's always somebody out there that's done something what you're looking for like you know
0: yeah like, and without getting into the specifics or do as many as you like but i just want to understand how the franchise structure works so i presume there's an annual is there an upfront fee to join the there's, a, there's a
1: joining fee to start like all right mm-hmm. and then and there's a monthly subscription then based on your turnover right. uh, which is all through the certified accounts mm-hmm. and um, we're actually having a meeting now on, in two weeks to review how the year went for us with, mm-hmm. with, with michael and tony from dng mm-hmm. at the office um that'll take a couple hours they go through the books and see what you did and you show your accounts mm-hmm. and um,
0: and the great thing is they've got a bird's eye view of 70 other fa- fa- five it. or 75 other franchise members so they can see patterns and they, they can do. And they say, see well, what you're missing out or yeah, I mean,
1: like, missing and they say well can you talk this guy up there and see how you develop that part of the business or, or they might bring they get a guy to ring you and say look at, we started off doing management and stuff like that like obviously we're we had the, the idea of doing it but just
0: we're talking about property management property management, management yeah.
1: yeah and um but just to talk to a few guys on how to set up their systems and controls and their, yeah. how to manage and make better use of time. Simple things like that, but again, because there's no formula out there, like. but again, everyone has to kind of develop their own niche, because some guy might have 30 properties, I'd be very happy with that. Other guys have 200, 300, 400, mm-hmm. and the team and support do all that. But, but with the franchise, like, you know, um, again, you have the annual conference, you have the so The and
0: annual conference is where you all get together for all
1: a get day. I was guest speakers in, like it's, it's more motivation and meeting yeah. guys. But the, the whole thing is about meeting guys, like yeah. you know, And, and we, you know, you sit down with your, your, your comrades and you just go through everything and see how you get not. And there's more learned actually through the discussions on the one to one on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the regional meetings in every quarter, like you okay, know, okay, so, every quarter that's interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. You know they'll have different topics different subjects like social media training um advertising uh, like forestry value it, it ranges from everything so if somebody raises yeah. the topic the thing that should be discussed He mm-hmm. goes into the forum and they say look yeah that is a good idea mm-hmm. and at least then a guy will come in or lady or someone even a group sometimes like you might get three events going to one day mm-hmm. and you pick up stuff like that mm-hmm. as well but the, the main thing i suppose now that it's compliance GDPR and mm-hmm. have everything right and mm-hmm. have system go you know, mm-hmm. so like you know, so we're fine tuned, like you know, like as I say, everything has its has its has its methods, yeah. And once you follow that protocol, then it's a very easy job, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I totally hear what you're saying. You just mentioned earlier that, um, you don't get started with the property or with whatever it is you're taking on until everything is set up right and I have to say that is how I work too and it is the only way to work the isn't only it way, cause Cause am... it's tempting anytime I'm approached by say a client who's just over for the day just a rush thing can we just quickly look at this yeah. when I haven't done the anti-money laundering checks and I haven't signed a contract yeah. it never comes to anything No, and it never does but one's no. always tempted because oh well maybe you know why not he's just here and I'm just there but Actually, no. setting up a client relationship properly on yeah. the right
1: footing, I've just learned there's that's the way to do it. Oh, yeah, start good, finish good, like yeah. you know. And uh, and obviously, then obviously, if you if, if, they, if they're not willing to participate, then obviously, they're not a wooden seller, like because some people we just testing the water and and using that just to maybe get somebody else to make a move on them, like you know. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, you're not wasting your time, so when they sign up, and and uh, at least then as well, this protection for yourself as well, like in terms of fees, um. And um, cost and there's no arguments in like it's black and white like for everyone so what we're talking
0: about is where an owner might invite an agent or two out and put the property on the market in a way without their full heart being willing to sell it and in the olden days that might have happened because you don't need to have a signed contract you don't need to have everything in black and white and and it's very possible to waste a state agent's time by just it's testing the market, and as you say, oh, yeah. maybe using that weapon of having a for sale sign outside to oh. make your neighbouring farmer come and make you the offer that you were hoping yeah. he was going to make they'd say, it. Because they say, I'm not
1: sure, maybe test the water, and they say, oh sure, And think if get the sign up one time, you did it like, you know, yeah. but now you're going out and say, look at Mary, or Renee, this is the story, um, these are our fees, these are the costs, if we sell, this is the thing, mm-hmm. if we don't sell, this is the cost, mm-hmm. and are you happy with that? And they have to make a serious decision, mm-hmm. they're into an agreement with you, like, you know, mm-hmm. and... Like, they all say, okay, fair enough, that's what to do. And, and then obviously, the one guy let me think about it. And the guy that's thinking about it is actually not sure of selling. Yeah. And then, you know, say, okay, let's move on. You should come back when you're ready. Yeah. And you don't and, waste more yeah, time. Yeah, you just keep moving then, like, you know.
0: So where would you see the future? If, if you were to fast forward in 10 years' time, how can you see it? What, what would you say? You were mentioning you'd like to get a bit more, say, personal in terms of websites or getting a personal feel of martin o'connor
1: out there would that be right to say yeah because as i say as part of a group you're a group and yeah. you you follow an umbrella yeah but every agent has their own um i suppose strengths and kind of special niches to, to follow through mm-hmm. um like i suppose ours is um we're local people know us uh, we stretch from Gower city to clifton which mm-hmm. is a huge distance like you know yeah. um i suppose through our farming agriculture our background then all unfortunately a lot of the guys are getting old that's yeah. in farming the younger guys are getting in but not as not as heavy as the old guys and so that farms coming for sale okay are need, need to be transferred into leases and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i suppose from my involvement on the ground for years through the marts and, and locally at shows and stuff like that you'd um you gain your trust like you have yeah. to build it it just doesn't, doesn't happen like no. you know you cannot just walk off the street and be an auctioneer and get no. business you have to gain people's loyalty and I suppose then um, we have a lot of aging population out here as well. And they, I suppose a lot of them have realized that they live in fabulous acre ho- acre sites, fabulous mm-hmm. houses, somewhere down to half acres. The family have all gone, they're rambling around a five bedroom, six bedroom, somewhere have 10 bedroom bungalows. Like mm-hmm. they're right. massive. Yeah. And um, I suppose they need the time to say, well, come out and meet me. And we work money. What's my options? And you kind of say, "This is your option." You bring them around, like so. Mm-hmm. You have to put. The, you might have to put two days in just to to meet someone. Goodness. And so we, we kind of developed a, a niche for that. Like, right, in terms so of so older people who need advice and hand holding and options.
0: They do and realistic, good, sound yeah. And it, and it
1: goes back to time and honesty, like you mm-hmm. know, and it's reputation. Like, as I say, last year we did about um, it mightn't seem like a lot, but it was six sales and six purchases, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for guys. And um, and we all have our own properties as well. Like, I know what mm-hmm. people say, we have the majority of the market, like, we put, I suppose, between 60 70 percent between all the villages, like, mm-hmm. around and um. So you're in franchise, but you have to get the owner then of that other property to work with you, to hold for a while. So
0: what you're saying is you did six sales whereby you also were purchasing something else on behalf of the person who was selling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you did both sides. Both sides. But obviously,
1: again, the vendors would know. And so they say, look, Patrick has to sell a house over here to get the money to buy his house. So they say, well, okay give you three months to work yourself out yeah. and find a buyer so when you have the buyer got for here you go over there and say look we'll agree to buy this house and yeah. they make their deal obviously they have to compete with other buyers as well like you yeah. know
0: but I'm hearing you that there's a bit of trust if people yeah. if you want to buy a house for your vendor mm. and the people who you're buying it from know that it's you handling the sale of that vendor's yeah. property
1: they're more likely to trust that the whole thing's actually going to work, work smoothly because yeah. you've got a good name and, yeah. and you know they're going to get the finance because yeah. they'll they be all debt free and they'll be so once they get a contract going and everything's organized, and then they can go in and move on this one, like. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's got a lot of people set and they're very happy, like. You know, as I say, the um, last time we got a lady out of a simi into an apartment. At the moment, we're getting a, a couple out of a big lake house into a townhouse. Mm-hmm. And that people are moving to another house. So mm-hmm. the tree effect, there, like, all right. But they do take a lot of mind in. But, For sure, yeah. So that's a, that's a niche here we've developed. Just, I suppose, like, everything is it's by accident, really, but... When you see it there, you have to work it and, 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 and develop
0: it. So when we were saying, like, what might the future be in 10 years' time, mm. am I right in hearing you say that the future might be, one part of it, being a very handheld agent who works the whole way from the sale right through to the purchase? You've shown that you've done it oh, last yeah. year, mm. and there may be more of it. And I would have to say, I would agree with you. I feel the same. Oh, yeah. People want to deal with one person. For all oh, of they it. Do, they do they don't want to have to deal
1: with separate agents. No, they can't because it's a lot of stress. Like property sales now, it's not like it was. One time you took on a house, you put it up, sign, and but it's the mind of it and bringing it to the next stage and getting it through the contract stage. And the most problem we meet out here is, is is compliance in terms of maps, boundaries, septic tanks. Yeah. Um, and that's where we. That's where all our time goes now. Yeah, just getting it actually get able it, legally to be sold. With yeah, because documents. Because um, buyers who bought the house say, twenty years ago, ten years ago, and they said, "Oh, it's perfect when we bought it then." But I like, said, "Things change like in the after mm. the regulations now and the law society rules and uh, compliance certs and declaration of identities and." Mm-hmm. It's like double dutch them, but yeah. Um, again, at the same time, it's um, it's it's a huge time consuming thing. Like, and it's and it's pulled a lot of sales. Like a lot of sales mm. have fell over. Oh, absolutely, and in the city too, but for sure. Yeah. So in the country, that harder, like harder, right, because in the city you kind of get square blocks, and hopefully, the maps are fairly pretty good. Like, but out in the country, because mm. you get cases like you know on family lands where they they're, they're building a the house and the planning was the septic tank is supposed to be the back left corner, and then. The digger driver would be there, and say I should put it down the back right corner, yeah. and you there you go to sell it. Say why isn't it where it should be, and they have to go back over the whole lot and, and relocate it, get the planning right again, and because um, at the day it was handy, but now it's not. Like no. you know, everything has to have its yeah. Strength. All the sins of the past, yeah, we all, Come <laughs> are on. surfacing when and they, they get and sold. They whose fault is this, and I say uh-huh. it's just. That's how it is, you know? it's just, yeah. yeah. But, it, it was, but, but coming forward, like, you know, um, obviously the rural market, is, it, it's an easy thing again, like, you mm-hmm. know, and it's all about placing people in the right locations. Like, my neighbour across the road there, mm-hmm. they came bent on buying in my column, Right. And I said, what's your status? What's your situation? Have you kids or Yeah. what do you think to do into sports? And once we got inside our head of what they actually really want to. I said, okay, I'll get your house for 75000 less up the road like mm-hmm. not that they're best friends kids mix like mm-hmm. you know it's, it's, it's all about putting people in the right locations because yeah. I say that's what, one thing we're good at as well like we, we're into all the schools we know all the facilities we know all the sports who's who doing mm-hmm. what and y- you have to marry people into what they actually really want because yeah. people come with a desire I want this type of house this type of location and they end up completely going the different oh you know,
0: absolutely that's why you're a psychologist as well yeah um, so that's interesting to hear you say that, though, because that you know, that's really acting as a buyer's agent, even though you've got the property to sell. Oh yeah, you're,
1: you're very much a matchmaker. You you're, are. You know. have to meet the needs and, and, and see what they actually really need, because so we all want we all have wants and needs, but it's it's um but it's, it's it's to find out exactly what they do really need, like you yeah. know, because um, we all want, but it's, yeah, what's day. going to make it work for you on a day to day basis? Yeah. So um, between the two villages, like it's it's fourteen kilometers from Gerard to my but in between is Ross Cahill, and it's it has no town, or, but mm-hmm. it's it's a massive um a surrounding there. Recently, now at the cool camps, for the kids there's 188 kids, boys and girls in Los Cahill, in Ross Cahill. and it's only a rural area, like yeah. you know. But like mm. most then, like if I go to <laughs> to a match or something there, I could spend an hour talking to different clients, right. rather than actually watching the kids because right. they just come up to you and they're so delighted and so grateful and isn't that great, you know, and um. So um well, yes, yeah. a great sign.: o- 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 it is like, and I'm proud of it, but um, when the officers say, "Where are you?" I was <laughs> I, was I couldn't like get past <laughs> my previous clients.: yeah so they're all saying there should be a TD next or something like there that: There you go. You maybe know. that's on the cards Oh no, no. So
0: if you could wave a wand now and just wave a wand and ha- make your business exactly how you'd like it to be. you know you just, just anything could happen what how would it be? How would it what be? difference would you like to see?
1: what, what if it was they were simple to make, what changes um, would you like to see made in it? It's hard to say. Well like, obviously it's it's gone to more automation, like on laptops, um mm-hmm. like that's where we're operating at the moment, like you know, we've a home Every off- everyone has a home office with mm-hmm. the works for me. So if you felt you're under pressure to get stuff done You can just go home and, work and work log in right. live to the office yeah. and get a couple hours done. Um pay plus office really. Um yeah, but our presence is brilliant, our branding is brilliant our signage is brilliant, age as we're all getting older, mm-hmm. so we're not as fit as we were, like, you know, but it's, um, no, definitely... Online presence, would you change Online presence is going to be improved this year now, mm-hmm. like, definitely, like, you mm-hmm. know, just more individualised, just to show that you are a different type of an agent than mm-hmm. the rest, like, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody has their own style and every... Um, yes. But it's, it's to sell that story, like, as well, yes. as I say, like, you know, because, as I say, it's, it's all about experience and time and... And how you handle and approach things like you know, rather than jumping in the middle of things, sometimes you have to come around the edge and say, well, uh, and, and manage things like you know, because and I say it's, it's to assess the property as well. You take it on, rather, and just see is there pitfalls. Go through the planning yourself, even though you wouldn't be a planner, mm-hmm. you can still spot the small areas, mapping issues, and all that, and get those organized. But as um as changing much, yeah, online and um, everything is online now, like mm-hmm. like right? banking and deposits mm-hmm. all that we rarely get checks now like but it's having a good backup team that's the, the key like we've i say in our team there's four of us like mm-hmm. all right and um so i've stepped away from accounts finance all that i'm just concentrating on my job as an agent mm-hmm. um so between valuations and lettings and sales it's it, it, it's it's full on like mm-hmm. you know so i'll say if you get ground down and doing the finances and you, you just lose focus of what you should be at. Yeah, you that And where is your energy down to? That's what well, that's the nature of the beast. Like you know, you start off thinking, and as a sole agent, you start off small it. You're you handling everything yourself, but you spend so much time doing the the not so important stuff that that you miss out on actually what you should be doing. So, but as the, as the business grew, like all right, well, I was able to step away and um, create my own time diaries and and meet people like all right. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But... But our work is coming through word of mouth. Yeah. It's all reference work, like, you know, right. anytime you go out, we ask that question. How did you hear about us? Oh, my sister, my cousin, my friend, my neighbour. Mm. We see your board presence, like, you know. Right. And uh, and that's the thing, like, you know. So it's but it's 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 keeping straight with the people and, and let them, and keep them informed. Yeah, but yeah, how,
0: good point. A lot of people seem to say that there's not great communication coming yeah, from their agents. Yeah, how
1: good or how bad the viewing went, you pick yeah. up the phone in 15 minutes on the way home and say, look, Johnny... It, they showed up all right, but just wasn't for them. Yeah. But they did say, and I think we should address it. Like you know, maybe this room was too dark. But yeah. So make yeah. a small effort to maybe change it for the next time. Or do you find you do much of that staging, or you know, um, giving them a help well, or? A we hand? would personally stage, but we would advise, say, look at God, that black wall has to change, like yeah. or tone down your house, or cut that hedge away and let the, yeah. and get your view back. Yeah. And then they say, oh, my God, I didn't realize the view was that good. Like, you know, right. so simple things like we wouldn't force a person to 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 go through drastic expenditure. But a lot of the house of the older clients, like, obviously, they have a lot of family memorabilia mm. stuff gathered over the years. Like, it, so it's clutter. It's clutter. Mm. Yeah. And it, then you go to the attic and you say, oh, my God, how does this house stand up with all this mm. stuff? Like, mm. you know, and they realize themselves and it's just basic things like, you know, but you would go through inch by inch and say, this needs to be addressed and. Because you have to see from the buyers like how they're going to live in this house. Yeah. Like, it's it's grand for me or you living in this house and we get by and but you come in then to the and say look clear that now we can show the buyer that if you take this wall out the view they're going to get if they mm-hmm. make the kitchen bigger because in these old bungalows that's the only access a lot of people have into the rural area is to buy a twenty or thirty year old house at a fair price. Yeah. And then put hundred and fifty thousand more into it. Yeah. Just to get the presence because of the planning permission and all that. Yeah, you can't you because that no, and a lot of our buyers are leaving cities like Dublin, come back from Australia, come back are from, they? from Canada. Yeah, that's a, a lot of them. A lot of them. If you were to put a percentage on it, what would you Um,
0: like? yeah. Just a, a gist of it. Like, would it be 10, 20,
1: 50? Well, well, outside the city, there's yeah. 75% of
0: the buyers. Wow, are all, all coming back.
1: They're all come back from somewhere. To live themselves. They're not buying second homes. No, they're just to back. live. Yeah, right. relocating. Like, again, a lot of them are mobile, working from home. Mm-hmm. Some of them jobs. I have three guys, Um, actually four, that we organized um, steel tech garden offices for them Um, and they're all within four or five miles of here and they're they're working on Australia time. Isn't that gas. Yeah and um, because they're saying how do we make the move, how do we do this and so I I introduced them to the first guy and he just goes through them and it's all about getting the systems because they all came with the idea of living near the city, commuter Mm -hmm. hubs and Mm -hmm. but I was saying look your kids have been to sport and the schools are here and So you have to put that time in, and they love it. Like you know, you see them running at the queerest times of the day. I did.
0: I think I saw one on the way with his earphones on. Yeah, how are you
1: off? Oh, I'm just finished work, and they could have worked a night shift, like online. Um, That's Australia. Yeah, and then the guy here
0: in my collar, I just yeah, it's it's
1: amazing. Like you know, and then you have the guys come back from Dublin. They would have bought maybe 2010, 11, and 12. Yeah, making great profit selling out. They're coming down, then buying a fine house here, yeah, with a small mortgage. Then, yeah, and, what are they doing for work? Um, they're in the med techs. Um, some of them travel like okay, okay they might go up one day a week, right? Yeah, but they're, they're the way that I suppose again, they gain the trust with their bosses and their employers that they can work from home, produce yeah. the goods, and um, they live the lifestyle like you know, yeah, like okay, your your average 2,000 square foot house here is between 350 and 400. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go up to 200,000, yeah, 400,000, and you, you can be into 450 and and 500,000 as well for the real super houses, mm-hmm. but compared to what they're leaving, some of them in Dublin, like, you know, yeah. like three bed simmies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they just land on their feet. Now, some of them have no connection. Mo- actually, the biggest draw is Illumini. Um, Lads Col- from the college. Right, So yeah. with The college when they're young guys here. Right. I love to come back to Galway. Right. And that's what they're doing like. Um, right. Now, unfortunately, I suppose, with the with The local jobs and all that, like the affordability for the local people to buy is, is not there, like you mm-hmm. know. So it's it, it's, so it needs it, to be nearly big money jobs, it is. You have to be here in a well, like you know. But obviously, we're only um, my cullen's only 10 kilometers from the city, like you know, mm-hmm. and Ucgerard is, is 26, and it's 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 a commute, but it's mm-hmm. not a hard commute. No, um, it's not too much traffic either. And we're getting a road bypass through my colon and that the out-of-city bypass will happen a few years' time, so mm-hmm. it'll make it more accessible. Mm-hmm. but it's the, it's the after hours, the life they have here, the walks, the cycling routes, the lake, the fishing, Connemara, the beaches.
0: So that sounds like the future too.
1: Oh, it, it is, it is. That's definitely the future as well. It is, like, mm-hmm. and um, it, and especially with the with the broadband being rolled out now, and mm-hmm. strong links, and that's the key. Uh, I remember um, when I started in 98, the key thing in any house was a telephone line. Yeah. A basic telephone mm-hmm. line. Now you have to the fibre, 5G, mm-hmm. everything like, you know. And that's what they need. They need the... the and then again i suppose the next thing they're going for now is the energy rating of houses like mm-hmm. you know just the quality house because they're able to it's a one-stop thing like once you buy it, that's all they can do like mm-hmm. you know you've your mortgage got and mm-hmm. you get in so they're looking for a top quality house so people do have to present their houses like in, mm-hmm. in, in, in a good fashion mm-hmm. um but but obviously we're in a, in a beautiful area like it's um you can go to the door do the walks the cycles they say and then if you're bored, you have the city just to yeah, pop into the city. it's cinema, the best it is, of all worlds, all it, is, sure. it is.
0: So then if, it, if the future is hand-holding clients, mm. is maybe people moving out with big money jobs, but moving into rural areas and getting the best of those worlds, then... How about people buying second homes? Are people buying second homes or are they not really buying the, uh, second homes? Yeah, that's our homes?
1: market. Yeah. Oh second homes, um the like Dublin um, people buying a fishing lodge down there. It, it's it's fading away a bit, but mm-hmm. there's a still a, a grow with people that they came there as kids themselves with yeah. their family with their parents yeah. and the next generation is coming out. Like um Are they coming out to buy or to rent? Oh, rent is is major and yeah, uh, the Airbnb now with the, with the new rules with the Airbnb again they will they will free up because there's a, there's a poor availability of houses and choice mm-hmm. but I, I suppose one of the key things is they want waterfront they want near facilities walk a distance to a village mm-hmm. um, I think remote is a bit difficult to sell yeah. but not impossible while the Brexit affair is going on the UK market has, has has left us like a right. right. But they will come back. like. And oh,
0: right. were they fishermen the UK market? They'd be they be
1: fishermen, uh, similarly retired people. Yeah. Um, and just people just want to get away from the the madness, like, you know, yeah. weekends and stuff like that. Like, obviously, look at we have a great stretch like between Carna... Yeah. Balakineely, Roundstone, Clifton, Cleggan, mm-hmm. and and but there are the key areas now. What, but if you if you do get a prime property, they'll sell in a couple of hours. Mm. You know, um, goodness, yeah, to do, yeah, and you do. To, to people who know the area, who've been on holidays yeah. they just want exactly. If we want cottage back in in Roundstone at the moment. Um, there's four active bidders at it like. Gosh, yeah. Now, it's not huge money, yeah. but again, it just shows that there's an appetite there yeah. um, for the right type of properties um but yeah things, g4 as i've heard it called <laughs> yeah, but things will settle down and they will come back like always oh, like like any investment property in the city they did fall to the bottom but mm-hmm. now they're on the top again like you know okay. so it's all about time and not being a rush um but any of those assets out there are appreciating again and um but i suppose while brexit is uncertain it will slow things down but it won't people have to live and get mm-hmm. by and but there's a lot of new wealth out there in the cities and mm-hmm. they're, they're coming back. Now, mm-hmm. it took them a while to get over the sting, but it goes back to the basic values like, you know, the the, the freedom, the countryside.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, this is now, I'm talking, say, second
1: homes. Oh, second homes, okay. and, yeah. 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 Those young families aren't buying second homes, are they? No, they can't afford no. it. Like, no, they're just scraping by, like, you know. But again, you, you see the guys now in the 45, 50 bracket starting to emerge again. They're, they're doing well, as I say, in the city. They're... Mm-hmm. Okay, people do get the travel book and they travel abroad, and mm-hmm. but they, it, 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 it's bred into them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. families and tradition, they always come back to the one area. Mm-hmm. Like, what we do see now as well is some of them clubbing together, two people or yeah. three people and buying a house. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, and it takes the brunt of the, yeah. the cost away, like, you yeah. know. And, it and keeps uh, the house used as well. Does, it does, and it gives people then plenty of time to use them as well, yeah. like, you know. And, and, they say, and it is an investment as well, like. But but I suppose one of the first things at the of the of the boom time is people built two houses too big in the. Didn't they just? Unfortunately, um, and what it is, they're not getting their their, their pound for pound back. Like mm-hmm. you know, they might have cost X amount, but the reality of the market is is, is a certain level. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, they find it hard to let go. Um, now they're not making a huge loss, but at the same time, it's affordability of people because you need a substantial cash buyer or a person with a huge, small mortgage to go mm-hmm. and buy those properties, mm-hmm. and especially. If they're in a city area um, with, with a mortgage, a family going on already, like and the, mm-hmm. and the stress of life as well, because life is demanding now. Mm-hmm. But, but, but that's why they are buying, because they need a break and to get away. In the cities, we're finding that, you know, you're saying these huge, big houses
0: that were built during the boom that mm-hmm. there isn't really such an appetite for anymore. Mm-hmm. I would say that in the cities, we're definitely finding that there's a mit- mismatch of supply to demand. Oh, like yeah. the houses that are four or five bed red bricks are kind of sitting mm-hmm. Because yeah. nobody wants a four or five Redwick because families are smaller, people are splitting yeah. up, family units are changing. Yeah. Would you find the same out here? Exactly. That people same. don't need so many bedrooms. Exact um,
1: same. That's yeah. where we're having the problems now with, with with all of our elderly clients relocating. Um one of the guys we sold a house for um he got around 450000 but he used to be over five hundred thousand to buy a smaller house in the yeah. town. But there's no supply of apartments, um little bungalows um yeah. Like, all they want is two bedrooms. Yeah. A place for a guest and a room. Like So yeah. we're, we're working with one guy that's going to build five houses and I convinced him now to build three bedroom bungalows with an option at, at, to convert the attic sometime or other. Yeah. And he sat down. It took him a few months to come around with the idea but he's going to get a premium price for those houses because it's actually what they need. Yeah. Um, Wasn't
0: he wise to ask you rather than just go off and build Oh yeah, because what,
1: what the engineer was designing was five bed detached, two story house and I said, and the detached house in the village of Gerard none of them have a ground floor bedroom yeah. and it's just reality of life you need a ground floor room yeah. just to um, just to accommodate people like yeah um, yeah there's very little apartments but again it's all down to the to densities and maximising your site yeah and to get the best return yeah but these clients are willing to pay extra for the right type of house yeah so yeah, um, so you
0: might get your return in yeah. per unit rather than
1: loads of units. Yeah, yeah that's m- the thing. a space unit. Near the village, like walk into the village, and um, and it would actually free up a lot of bigger house in the countryside because there's no there's no place to move to. Yeah, like we know the, a neighbor I mine mean, actually we sold his house last year for two twenty, and he ended up paying three twenty in the city for a ground floor apartment. Yeah. But there was nothing locally available to him. But he had to look at he had the resources to do it. But he had he saw the light. He had the reality and the I suppose he had the courage to go as well because he left yeah. his friends behind and stuff. But mm-hmm. it, it was too big to mind mm-hmm. and it it just came in around him. Mm-hmm. But but he had to put money with it to buy and that's what's happening. But it would. They had a lot of younger families, but a younger family bought his house now, and they okay. So that's up. what's happening. That's yeah. interesting. It's like there, there's a time and a place for every house, isn't there? There is. There is. It's a circle of life, like yeah. you know, and everything. It's this twenty-year cycle or fifteen-year cycle, and it's, and it's just being realistic, like and honest with themselves. And um, now, some people can't afford to stay on and get help and all that. But for the majority of people, it's, they just want, I suppose, community have a safe house that it's, it's not hard to manage and, mm-hmm. and, and maintain. But that was one thing I've been crying out for years and even a little, little gate development where you could build a cluster of bungalows. Yes. And so there's a, you're building a community in itself? You Mary. are. Yeah. And, um, we have a lady now that would you believe she's she moved to Longford yeah. to, Goodness. To, just to get what that she needs. That sense of community. Yeah. And, a, and uh, she's leaving a nice house in Octoriard again. But she just realises it's time to, just to get something smaller but there's just nothing available smaller. Because obviously, it's down to maximization of site density and bigger price and returns. But developers will get the return if they build the right type of unit. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it won't be for a first time or a second. It's, it's a person mature that has the cash because mm-hmm. they, when they cash in, they'll have the money and they don't mind spending their money. And even my colleague recently, we had a lady that um, she's been on and, and trying to find a house, but their house is going to go 550 to 575 mm-hmm. and they're looking for a luxury apartment, 500000 So they don't mind. Mm-hmm. Spending the money mm-hmm. and and getting a quarter of the space mm-hmm. just to have what they want, mm-hmm. and um, but that is the that is that, that is the problem now, and it's going to be a bigger problem down the road. Mm-hmm. And, and especially when well, I hope
0: developers listening or builders listening take note and at least consider doing the sums based on smaller number of units
1: and smaller units. Exactly, yeah. And um, but again, the the planners will say you have to come back with a bigger density. Yeah, you're not building it enough on the site and they're caught in the dilemma. But yeah. it's, it's, it's down to the planners too to insist that there's a specific type of house. Yeah, now for we, a specific age group. Yeah, at, at the moment one. we're doing a, a development in Mycullen and it's 50 houses. They're fantastic houses, mm. three storeys, um, 1,500 plus square foot. Now they're mm-hmm. selling mighty to um, first-time buyers and, 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 and small... What do they cost? They roughly. range uh, from a mid-terrace from 290 mm. and a, a semi-detached to 345 to right. 350. Um, they're done very well and they're a super quality house. But again, our older clients can't fit in. No. no, so we're, but it's beautiful. Like there's all young families now it, mm-hmm. and it's working well. But we do need the, the smaller units. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I But again, again, it was the planners that said, hire density industry guys, right. you know. Right. So that's going to be a challenge, all right. But it's just watching out. Mm. Well,
0: I think you're well up
1: for the talent and all oh, ready for yeah, it. Yeah.
0: So, I'd love to say thank you, Martin, for sharing just a bird's eye view of being an agent here in Michael and Utherard, Clifton, Manstone, everywhere. It's been really interesting.
1: Thank you for well, sharing. delighted to help.
0: Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, we'd love you to subscribe to it and tell your friends, family, and colleagues. In the meanwhile. If you think you'd benefit from some professional help with your next property transaction, then head over to brefniokelly.ie to see which of our three property services might be best for you. Thanks for listening.